can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving away all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPosito, and the Celtics win 117-103 versus the Milwaukee Bucks in the Jalen Brown return game. Going to follow today's podcast slightly different. I'm going to run through player of the game, run through the highs. This is one of the few games this year. That I have not been pissed off, so I won't even go into negatives. I think you got enough of that in last game's podcast. So, going to run through player of the game here, and it's got to go to Jason Tatum. Uh, this is one of those games where Jason Tatum had everything going tonight. End of the game, 42 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals, shot the ball well from the field. 16 to 25 from the field, 7 of 13 from three. He's had his games this year where the shot was not falling. Tonight was not one of them. We've talked several times this year and last year that Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum have not played well together. And tonight was not that case. Both of them played outstanding basketball. It's great to have Jalen Brown back. We'll talk about that. But Jason Tatum tonight did everything. Defended well, had a had three steals to show for it, and got to the rack a lot. Like this is the type of performance that we need from him. Taking advantage of guys, took advantage of Chris Middleton, who is a great defender. Uh, and then just had a couple of great transition buckets as well. Couple of big steals, had that one on Connaughton. Had a crazy spin around him later in the game as well for two. So this is one of those games for Tatum that you look around, it's just there isn't a negative thing to point out. And I feel like we haven't had that type of performance uh, in a while. It's been a, it's been a rough stretch of games for the Celtics. There's no doubt in that. Uh, but tonight, he came out firing in all cylinders. This is a game against a really good team in Milwaukee that 
the Celtics needed some sort of confidence boost. And it came from both Tatum and Jalen Brown today. So really solid performance. The other guy that I've talked about a little bit so far is Jalen Brown. This is his first game back, healthy at least, from the hamstring injury. And it looked like he didn't miss a single game. He came in, made a bunch of his threes early. Ended up 19 points, 4 rebounds, 5 assists. Second on the team in assists, as well as two steals and a pretty pretty awesome block, too. Blocked, um, I want to say it was Giannis late in the game. So overall, it's just it's one of those games for Jalen Brown that it's it's what you need coming back from an injury. You know, he missed obviously the last five games from the hamstring injury eight games previous to coming back for a, a fluke game that clearly he wasn't ready for. Uh, but you could tell. You could tell that his body wasn't there. And tonight, Jalen Brown looked 100% back. The burst, as Ime Adoka calls it, was back. He was getting to the rim. He was hitting his threes. He was getting lifted his jumper. Like, this is the Jalen Brown that we've been waiting for. And this is honestly is the the offense that we've been waiting for. The underrated part of tonight's game for me is the fact that Jalen Brown had five assists. You know, this is a part of his game that honestly has been questioned several times because we haven't really seen Jalen Brown go out and pass the ball a lot. We haven't seen it a lot in Jason Tatum either, but we've criticized him and he has responded at times. Jalen Brown, for the most part, has lived around three or four assists. And tonight, one of his better passing nights. He had a couple of great passes too that honestly should have should have ended up in assists, but the team just couldn't hit, hit the shots. Uh, but overall, you look at it, this is a... A really fantastic performance by both of the Jays. And one thing that we haven't been able to say a lot lately. I've I've probably criticized it more than most people, but whenever Jalen has a good game, it seems like Tatum doesn't. Whenever Tatum has a good game, it seems like Jalen doesn't. And I know there's a, a huge controversy going around whether or not the Jays can play together. And I'm not one to really follow along that narrative. Uh, but it has happened at times. Tonight was a really solid team win. And it was all started by the play of both of the Jays tonight. And that's what you love to see as a Celtics fan. Uh, the other, the honestly, the third part of this game was Grant Williams. And I struggled not giving Grant Williams player of the game tonight. If Jalen, if Jason Tatum didn't eclipse 40 points, it probably would have been Grant Williams. That's how impressive he was tonight. A couple great plays defensively uh, on Giannis, but offensively, he's giving you the spark that the Celtics desperately need, and he's been doing it all season long. He is by far the most underrated player on this Celtics team. Everybody still wants to give him trash. And I get it. 
the last couple of years, he hasn't been good. You got to start watching games because the amount of floor spacing that he provides now is honest. It's second behind Jalen Brown. It really is. He's got the second highest three point percentage behind Jalen Brown. Like that's the type of performances that he's given you tonight. End of the night, 17 points as well as seven rebounds, five of seven from three. Like, this is an all-time Grant Williams performance. Like, this is one of the best games that we've seen. Defensively, offensively, the guy is just making things happen. And this is coming off the bench, right? Like, we've seen him enter into that starting lineup at points throughout the year. And every person is going to play better with a starting unit because the spacing is better. You're going to get more open shots if you're a bench guy like Grant. So he's coming in off the bench, not with the starting unit, and is still hitting these shots. And that's the impressive part for tonight, right? Led the team in bench scoring with 17 points. And it wasn't even close. Even Dennis Schroeder, who got moved to the bench today with Jalen Brown back, only had seven. Definitely an off night for him. Seven points. Two of 10 from the field. So if I were to pick one negative, it would be the offensive performance of Dennis Schroeder. Also turned into two turnovers. Uh, So you look at it. I mean, realistically, that's the only negative today. But Grant Williams really, really stepped up. And this is a game where you need every bit of offense. You need every bit of defense. Because this is a high-powered team in Milwaukee. Uh, and they did a good job. I mean, you look at even Giannis, the numbers that he typically beats us with are going to be like 30 and 15, right? Like that's his typical stat line against Boston. It seems like him, Chris Middleton always have their best games in Boston. Celtics held Giannis to 20 points, eight rebounds tonight. That right there is the game. And a lot of that comes on the back of Grant Williams, Al Horford. Al Horford tonight, while it doesn't show up in the stat line as much as you would like, Al Horford played fantastic. This is a game, Al Horford, 10 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists. So again, even him swinging the ball a bunch. But he led the team defensively tonight. This is a game where Giannis at any point can get downhill any point and Al Horford did a great job of bodying him up forcing him into tougher shots and it was just one of those typical Al Horford performances anchoring the defense so overall this is just it's one of those games where you just you have to be happy as a Celtics fan the other piece to that starting lineup Robert Time Lord Williams. 10 points, 7 rebounds. Got a lot of his got a lot of his play early on in the game. Uh and then Grant started heating up and honestly they opted to go with Grant down the stretch instead of Time Lord, but Time Lord had a solid game prior to that. Caught a couple of crazy alley-oops including one from Tatum where I don't know how it went in. But it's the Time Lord bounce. 
right? This is just another another performance from Time Lord where it's not spectacular, but it's good enough. Like it's a good performance, but Grant Williams just outshined him. And I've talked about Ime Odoka with his rotations and really the lack of rotations, I should say. And tonight was a night where he lit, like really put a little bit more on Grant. And that's what I like to see because Grant was getting, was making the most out of the mismatches. And that's something that from a coaching standpoint, I feel like a lot of people aren't going to, they're just going to gloss over. A lot of people have given him a lot of crap this season for lack of playing time for young guys like Pritchard and Neesmith, which kind of carried over into tonight. Only five minutes for Neesmith, two for Pritchard. Uh, But you look at the way that Udoka managed the game tonight. I don't think he could have played it better. You found the hot hand, you rode him. And that was the game. The offense, the offense carried for the majority of today. And then you had Big Daddy Al, the Giannis stopper, the Embiid stopper, whatever nickname you want to give him, step up on the defensive end. You know, you never you never root for injuries in basketball, but when Chris Middleton got hurt, it changed the game significantly also. Granted, when he got hurt, the Celtics still had a lead. So you can't 100% put this game on that injury. And I'm sure some Celtics fans will because they're bitter and that's fine. It's been a tough season so far, tough sledding for them. Uh, but this is a game where the Celtics did everything. The offense was moving. Defensively, we played really well against Giannis. And you look, and one of the keys to today's game was shutting down the role players. And you look at it, Grayson Allen, 10 points, torched us last game. Bobby Portis also torched us last game, only 13 tonight. Chris Middleton, mind you, I know he got hurt. He still played 24 minutes. The Celtics held him to four points. And this is another guy that torches us for 26 plus every time he plays us. So defensively, this is a really solid, solid performance. And it starts with Al runs straight down. Marcus Smart had an all-defensive game tonight. This isn't a game where Marcus Smart lit up the stat sheet as far as points go. Only two points. But after last game's performance where he shot horribly, uh, you know, one of six is welcomed. Marcus Smart taking six shots in a game, I'll take that any day of the week, right? Because what he brings you on the defensive end is second to none. The other part to his game that we didn't see last game was playmaking. Marcus Smart tonight led the team 11 assists. 11 assists, and a lot of those came from him driving and dishing. You know, we're used to seeing Marcus Smart really posting up, finding guys from the from the blank. But this is a game where he did a lot of his damage just driving and finding guys. And this is a it's a welcome sight. But a lot of a lot of a couple of his assists also came from 
you know, secondary passes from Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum. They drove the ball, found Smart. Smart made a smart pass and found someone else for the shot. You know, this is a this is one of those performances from Marcus Smart where if you could get this night in, night out, this is a significantly higher caliber team. So overall, you look at up and down at this starting lineup. There isn't a weak performance there. Everybody did what they needed to do. The number one stat for tonight, 31 assists. 43 field goals made. 31 assists on 43 field goals made. The third most assists this season. And a lot of it came from driving and dishing. It's funny how the Celtics offense really comes together when they have a full team. Go figure. And I can't even say full teams. Josh Richardson wasn't there tonight. But the addition of Jalen Brown into the starting lineup changes the dynamic. As good as Schroeder has been for the majority of this season, and he has, he's been great. As good as he has been, he doesn't give you the shooting threat that Jalen Brown does. And what Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, when they're on the floor together, it just opens the floor for everybody else. They're going to cause double teams. They're going to make people move in, respect their game. And what happens? They move the ball out. They dish it to someone else for an open shot. And when Schroeder's not in the game, because he's not a great shooter, you have other guys like Grant. You have other guys like Romeo that can hit shots. And that's what happened tonight. You know, I just talked about it a little bit, but Romeo Lankford is kind of a revelation this season. Grant Williams is by far the the most improved player on the team, but right behind him is Romeo Lankford. That like this is one of those games for him. Seven points, three rebounds, two assists, as well as a block. His game for the majority of this season has been get to the corner, throw an up fake, drive, hit a floater. Did it again tonight, but another part of his game is hitting threes. And it hasn't been in the past, but this season, similar to Grant, he's stepped up in that realm. It's a huge, huge addition for this Celtics team. And it's one of those things where if you can get performances like that from Romeo and Grant, it makes this team significantly more talented. And honestly, you look at the way Schroeder's been playing, at this point, Celtics fans know that Schroeder re-signing with the Celtics is not happening. There is little, very little chance that Schroeder decides to sign for $7 million next year. Because he knows he can get more. The Celtics can't offer him more. So this really opens the opportunity for Brad Stevens to make a trade. Ship out Schroeder. Get a first round, second round, a young player, whatever it may be. The Celtics have done a great job the last four or five years 
with letting really talented players walk for nothing. And I don't think Brad Stevens wants to wants to let that continue. I would not be surprised. And I've been saying this since the season started. I love the Dennis Schroeder signing. We got him for next to nothing. But at this point in the season, you gotta look at you gotta look at the team. Are you a championship contender? If so, keep Schroeder. If you're not, what are you gonna do about him? Do you wanna keep him? Do you wanna let him walk? Or do you try to get something for him? And at this point in the season, at 14 and 14, 28 games in, I think it's safe to say the Celtics probably aren't contending for a championship this year. As painful as that is to say. But at this point, it brings up the question, do you trade Schroeder? And that, I think to me, is the thing that makes the most sense for the Celtics team. There are a lot of contending teams that would love to have a guy like Schroeder that can create offense on his own. Honestly, a team like the Bucks makes sense. Right? He's a guy that doesn't make a lot of money, but can come in and give you significantly more than what you'd get from a, you know, DiVincenzo type for about the same money. Right? If the Bucks want to go back to back, that's a trade ship that makes sense. And you look across the the NBA, there are plenty of teams that could make a case for that. So if you're Brad Stevens, if you're the Celtics, do you take advantage of it? Because coming from my perspective, I think it makes the most sense. But that's only possible because of what Grant Williams, Romeo Langford are doing for this team. They're giving them other offensive options. A lot of this depends on you know health. I'm not going to sit here and say that that's the same case if Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum gets injured because this is a team that desperately needs two scoring options. Well, you saw it a lot when Jalen Brown was out. If Dennis Schroeder or Tatum had a bad game, the game was over because they didn't have a secondary offense. A lot of the offensive power comes from both of the Jays. If the Jays are healthy, and guys like Romeo and Grant can give you sparks off the bench. It takes the need for a guy like Schroeder out of the game a little bit. You know, mind you, Josh Richardson is another guy that can go in and get you some offense. He can drive in, get you a couple mid-ranges. Right? So this team, I still think, is better off trying to find a trade, whether it be for a young player... You know, some people are throwing around Cam Reddish. Like, these are these are options that, to me, make a lot of sense. But back to, back to the game tonight. I mean, this is one of the more impressive wins for the Celtics team. You know, the, the one downfall that I saw in this game was Jalen Brown getting hurt in that first quarter. You know, just bumped knees with Portis. Didn't seem like didn't seem like much, but then he started limping back. And it scared the hell out of me. I'll say that. But he came back in the second and just continued balling out. 
So this is a great, this is a great, great win for the Celtics team. Again, go back 14 and 14 on the season, back to 500, and we've got some, we've got some rest. No game Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Face off Friday night against Golden State, and that is going to be a battle. One of the best teams in the NBA right now, the Steph Currys, as my fiance Melissa loves to point out. The Steph Currys. We're facing the Steph Currys on Friday. So that's where we're going to wrap things up today. Great win for the Celtics. If you haven't done so already, follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die. And make sure to tune in Friday night, Boston Celtics versus the Steph Currys, a.k.a. Golden State Warriors. Have a good night, Celtics fans. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it, nah, I can't help it, nah, I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it, I ball like a Celtic.